Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you so very much for joining us as we take a look at the book. This segment of our ministry always has an opportunity available to you and those who will join with us as we take a look at the book to come to a better understanding of how God's Word helps us to understand the times in which we're living. In front of me, I have a copy of my five-hour audio series on CD entitled Return to Eden. This is a detailed series explaining to you where the original site of the Garden of Eden is and where it will be in the future. A part of that five-hour audio series is a message entitled The Battle for Jerusalem. Now, as we listen to this study together, you'll understand the connection between the Garden of Eden and the city of Jerusalem. So, let's take a listen and have our study together, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own copy of this five-hour audio series on CD entitled, Return to Eden. Right now, let's study together this study entitled, The Battle for Jerusalem. Go back to Genesis chapter 14, if you will, with me. Genesis chapter 14, and we see the beginnings of Jerusalem. Now, it's not going to be the word Jerusalem. It's going to be Salem, which most Bible scholars agree, and I happen to join with those, that this is referring to Jerusalem. This is a mysterious story that unfolds in chapter 14 of the book of Genesis. Uh, Sometime I may come and teach just on this particular subject. But this is the appearance of Melchizedek, king of Salem. Abraham, Abram at this time, his name had not been changed yet, had been in battle. He returns and the king of Sodom comes out to greet him. And the king of Salem of Jerusalem, Melchizedek. Melchizedek, what an interesting personality in God's prophetic scenario. Unbelievable. He walks onto the stage of the scriptures in just a moment, and almost as quickly as he walks on, he walks off the stage of scriptures. We don't know where he came from. He has no beginning. He has no ending. We don't see his family background. This is very strange for the book of Genesis because that is what Genesis is all about. So-and-so begat so-and-so, and they had so-and-so. And it, uh, the, Genesis is the book of beginnings, but it's the book of families. The beginnings of families. And here's Melchizedek appearing. No beginning, no ending. He's a king priest. He has the position of potentate and priest as he appears. The Bible in the book of Hebrews talks about him in chapters 5, 6, and 7. And it says that Jesus Christ is not of the Levitical line. He is not of the priesthood of Aaron. But instead, he is of the order of Melchizedek. We'll see in just a few moments in Jerusalem, Jesus Christ will be the potentate and the priest as he comes to rule and reign. I would have to say to you, I am not absolute on this conclusion, but I am 99 and 44% sure that this is probably a pre-incarnate appearance of Jesus Christ who comes and meets with Abram and honors him and celebrates with him the victory that he had just had. 
Where is he though? In chapter 14, it says right here, verse 18, and Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. Here it is, he's the king, he's the priest. Notice he brings forth bread and wine. Now, when do we uh, have bread and the juice of the vine? Communion service. And what does 1 Corinthians 11 tell us? Every time you partake of this bread and this wine, remember Jesus till he comes again. And so Melchizedek, a priest, a king in the order of Jesus, and Jesus to rule as a priesthood of Melchizedek, according to the book of Hebrews. But Salem, Jerusalem, is where he is leader of. Go over then to the 22nd chapter. I want to trace just for a few moments with you this unique place in all of the earth. And I would say it, it is the most sacred piece of real estate in all of creation. 22nd chapter of Genesis now, as we continue on, this is Isaac. He has been born to a barren womb of Sarah, who God finally, ultimately opens up to give Abraham the son of promise. He had a son with Hagar, Ishmael. That was not the son of promise. Now God gives him the son of promise. It's going to be from Abraham, Isaac, and Abraham's grandson, Jacob, that the Jewish people come into existence, the chosen people, the people that God has set aside for a special purpose. But in the midst of this receiving of this son of promise, God tells Abraham to do something very, very strange. Verse 1, and it came to pass after these things that God did tempt or test Abraham. And he said unto him, Abraham, and he said, behold, here am I. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. The land of Moriah, the Mount Moriah sacrificial service. I'll not develop this. It's an unbelievable story. You know it well. It's where we get the ram's horn from, the shofar, which God uses to call his people. A solemn assembly calls them at the end time, the feast of trumpets, the shofar. That came into existence here at Mount Moriah in Jerusalem. At the spot, and I'll show you in scripture in just a moment, where the temple would be erected. That permanent dwelling place for God where he will dwell among his people forever and ever. And so Abraham leaves Beersheba about 60 miles to the southwest of Jerusalem. Interestingly, he takes a three-day journey and he comes to Moriah, Mount Moriah, and there offers Isaac up before God stays his hand. And so we now see a continuing focus of this location called Jerusalem or the Temple Mount. You're going to come to understand that Jerusalem and the Temple Mount are synonymous, basically, in the eyes of Almighty God. It is the most sacred piece of real estate in all of creation, so they're synonymous terms, basically, when you read them in the Word of God. It's very interesting to note that Orthodox Jewish scholars have for 5,768 years, because now they live in the year 5767, according to the Jewish calendar, 
For these over 5,700 years, Jews have believed that the Temple Mount in the city of Jerusalem and that foundation stone underneath that gold-domed building called the Dome of the Rock is the original site of the Garden of Eden. Thus you can understand better the battle for the city of Jerusalem. This five-hour audio series on CD is available to you. You can call our toll-free number. It's 877-674-3298. Call that number and you can make your order. And this series includes the Garden of Eden, Beginning and End, Sin and the Garden of Eden, Sacrifice and the Garden of Eden, the study we had today, the Battle for Jerusalem, and the Messiah's Throne Room. This five-hour audio series is a must for your Bible study. It's entitled, Return to Eden. Again, that number, 877-674-3298. It's toll-free from across America. Or you can go to our website, prophecytoday.com, and go to our shopping mall, and you can make your order for your copy of Return to Eden, a five-hour audio series on the subject of the Garden of Eden basically past, present, and future. Thank you so much for joining us. You know, when we study God's Word, we become very aware of the fact that the time of the coming of the Lord for the rapture of the church, when we'll be caught up to be with Him in the heavenlies, could take place at any moment. And basically, having said that, there's nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...